Hey, it's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve um, at the time that you're listening to this, unless, of course, you're listening to it um, in the future, in which case, greetings from the past. Um, you know, I hope that things get get better. <laughs> you're listening to Ideas Man, the podcast about a man and his abundantless ideas. <laughs> Today we are talking with Michaela once again, the TikTok famous star for her call center worker TikToks. It's hilarious. They're great. She does mention a little bit about where to find her, and I do hope that you do go check her out. But without further ado, we're diving into Christmas in three, two, one and a half, one and three quarters, zero, point five. <laughs> Here we go. To dive into uh, Christmas, Christmas episode, because it's December and that's kind of the, the thing to do. Um, so you have come back probably against your better judgment um, to be on the podcast again. <laughs> I would say anything with you is usually against my better judgment, but sometimes it works out. You know that I could put that on a business card against <laughs> your better judgment. Um Pretty much that should that's gonna go in the description of the podcast in general against your <laughs> you but sometimes to... it works out <laughs> exactly sometimes it does work out um now, I told you I was gonna tell you a little bit about my day. yes, it was a bit of a long day i mean it <laughs> it started pretty early. It was a good day though I can't say it was a bad day okay it was, it was a good day. Um, I went to not one, not two, but three hardware stores. <laughs> not a place Eric should ever be. <laughs> but at the same time, the best place for me to be. Uh, what I discovered today is that I was born to walk the aisles of a hardware store. <laughs> I'll never use the stuff. I'm not a handyman by any, any stretch of the word. But <laughs> you can find some pretty interesting things um, in a hardware store. Such a... <laughs> well, I found myself walking down the aisle. Uh, I was with Jordan, of course. He is, makes a lot more sense to be in a hardware store. Of course. Um, so I found myself just walking through the hardware store and everything that like I would see, I would be like, you know, I feel like this could be better. And I'm like, I've got like... <laughs> a hundred episodes of ideas man just just lined up all on carpentry <laughs> but i don't know anything about carpentry so i mean maybe they could be better or maybe they're you know as as good as they're ever gonna get so i don't know like, you so you firmly believe that you could improve upon all of the carpentry inventions in the world thus far I I mean, I don't know how firm I firmly believe it, but I would state the claim that I firmly believe that I can I can revitalize at least 
I can revitalize the the carpen carpen carpenteric carpen. Of course, the last time the hammer got an update. I mean, there's tons of work to be done. That's for sure. Can, if, <laughs> I, I mean, if you've got all these ideas, I don't want to spoil your next year worth of content, but it'll be interesting. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil it either, but there are some things to do with, like, self-screwing screws. So, a drill. Well, no, because you don't have to use anything. I'm thinking, like, some type of robotic system where the the screw is actually robotic, and it will spin. Right. If we can get vacuums to vacuum themselves, then certainly we can get a screw to spin on its okay. own, like a top. I would say, though, with vacuums, it does take 15 to 20 minutes of your own manual labor to vacuum, whereas with a screw, in the time that you need to program it, you could just drill it in. Yeah, but you have to program it once. You're not, I'm like, this is pre-bought. You buy them already programmed, and you just put them in where you have to, you have to drill a hole. And, like, it would be instant. Okay. I don't know how the science would work. <laughs> Uh, and it would have a huge work. market for all of the people who are constantly unscrewing their products. Well, <laughs> you see, that's that's the that's the trouble is that you probably you couldn't it would there would be no way for it to unscrew itself. You'd have to do that manually. Oh, this is just for like the people that are building. You know, if you're taking things apart, you're you're in there for the long haul. So you can just set up all your screws and they'll all go in. That well, I'm you put the screw in like whatever place chasm hole go. that it's supposed to go wherever you're going to screw it in, and it will just it'll it'll just it'll just go. You know, it just screws in. It spins itself so at such a velocity that it just goes in, and that it's screwed. It's done. You don't have to bring out the screwdriver. You don't need a drill. It's it's finished. It's done. You know, it might have some weight to it. I would recommend getting maybe a carpenter on as a source in the research. <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, there there's definitely a lot of 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 things that have to be done for it. But that's sort of that's sort of uh, you know that's that's, that's why you're the thing. ideas man. The ideas yeah. that. The ideas man doesn't follow through. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> I just I just give the idea. My job is done. Essentially, I, I have already revitalized carpentry. Somebody else just has to pick it up and decide what to do with the idea that I've, I've put out there. Fair enough. So, I don't know. The problem with that, of course, is that I will never make any, any form of compensation. But I'm Nobody okay with the idea, man. I am okay with that. I'm okay with being the the person that ideas get stolen from because I can I can see things happening and be like, I had a hand in that. I <laughs> I did that. You know, I made the world a little bit of a better place. It's not about it's not about reconciliation. It's not about knowing what uh, who actually came up with the idea. It's like Ben Franklin. Oh, is it the light bulb guy? He didn't invent the light bulb. He stole the I'm... idea for the light bulb from somebody else, and now everybody thinks that it was him. 
I didn't think Ben Franklin invented the light bulb or had anything to do with it, if I'm honest. Ben Franklin is the light bulb guy. father. But he's the, who's the, he's the light bulb guy. Who's no. the guy who discovered electricity? Isaac Newton. No, he's no, no. no. He no, discovered gravity. gravity. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, it was Benjamin Franklin who I discovered electricity and he built the light bulb. I'll take your word for it. I'm going to bing it. I, I'm going to bing it right now. <laughs> Again with bing. Always with bing. You know, it's a global it's, market. It's, it's not. I can't say it is. Where's your Bing assistant? They don't exist. Um, it's like Cortana. It's built into Windows. Does that run off of Oh, I guess it does. Absolutely, it runs off of Bing. Cortana, which sounds a lot more sci-fi, like, super cool <laughs> than Google Assistant. It's definitely the coolest named AI. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. the most useless as well. So I guess it's an either or. Who created the light bulb? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I thought we were just searching in your head. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. That is. Whoa, what? This is not who I was expecting. Who is... Oh, Thomas Edison. That's the guy. He stole the idea from a man named Joseph Swan. Ben and Franklin did the the kite thing. That's why, you know, he invented electricity. And that's why I thought he invented the light bulb. Because light bulbs need electricity. Right. So by that logic, he also invented iPads, televisions, toasters. You know, he certainly had his hand in it. Just like all of the future advancements of carpentry. It doesn't have to be the screw, but I certainly had my hand in it because I mentioned a carpentraic advancement. It's true. I can see the conversations 50 years from now in the Rodriguez house. Like, you know, I came up with the idea for the screws and the grandkids are like, okay, grandpa, let's get you back to bed. (laughs) By then we're not even using screws anymore. We've just gone and we're just using duct tape for everything. Like houses are held together with duct tape and like gorilla glue. I thought you were going to do something really technologically advanced. Like we're 3D printing houses. I don't believe in technological advancements. I think that we will be regressed. I think at some point in the future, we'll hit a wall that we just can't advance anymore. And we'll then be regressed back to everything like in Stone Age time. <laughs> if... I feel like we're going to have a hard time getting people on board with that. It's Well, it, I mean, you don't have to be on board. people aren't gonna like it but i mean (laughs) certainly that's the way that the world will be uh will be at at some point in the near future i only hope i'll live that long you know a nuclear winter there will be no ipads in the nuclear winter (laughs) certainly not (laughs) now speaking of nuclear winter As one does. <laughs> often, you know. In fact, not often enough. <laughs> you gotta be prepared, just in case. 
your segues, I want to say, are just frequently terrible. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like sometimes I won't hear from you for days, and then I'll get a message like, speaking of! Yes, because speaking <laughs> of whatever it was that I was speaking of, you know, we might not have been speaking of it, but I was talking about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, speaking of this. <laughs> this. I don't know. But speaking of nuclear winters, nuclear winters, yes, because nuclear winters have the word winter in it, and winter is the season that we're currently in. That's true. Also known as Christmas. Give or take. I don't even think that winter <laughs> exists anymore. I think that we've, we, have, we have moved to such a, a place in, in our culture that we have like spring, and then we have summer, and then we have fall and everybody oh he loves fall that's i don't know why that's everybody's favorite it's starting to get cold it's wet the leaves are falling but that that's neither here nor there (laughs) falls like one big theme party but everything is a theme that's why there are seasons have you ever walked into a kindergarten (laughs) class it's a whole theme it's spring (laughs) fall and winter that is frequently walk into kindergarten classes no I tell you, you should do that a little more often. That is where I get most of my ideas for this podcast. <laughs> Just kindergartners come up with most of these ideas. I think anyway. I assumed that. <laughs> anyway, winter doesn't exist. It's only yeah. Christmas. That's Christmas that is it. Like that's it. You know, it's it's so, and Christmas. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, you experience Christmas because that's kind of all that the world goes on. Um, so, you know, everybody who celebrates Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and nothing, if you don't celebrate anything, you still experience Christmas. Yeah. So, I don't know. You you buy the stuff that's on sale for Christmas. That's why it's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All the malls and stuff have the holiday music. Uh, you know, offices all just decorate. I decorated my office entirely. Yeah, that was a day well spent, I think. <laughs> I- uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, everybody experiences Christmas. Everyone does experience Christmas. The entire world is overtaken, whether you like it or not. Exactly. I mean, I, I sense some bitterness, but you are a, fr- you are a friend of, of St. <laughs> Nicholas. Oh, who, of course. No, a, I am definitely the person doing the overtaking. You are a Christmas Kringle. Abs- absolutely. I will force Christmas upon everyone, whether you like it or not. <laughs> the bitterness is towards myself, maybe. That is the only way to do it. Um, I, I started Christmas before Halloween this year. My tree was up. I mean, you know, you got to live your best life. That's what I'm saying. It's like winter just didn't exist for you. Christmas was all that was there. In fact, it was even yeah. before winter would have happened. It was. So, I don't know. People are just constantly looking for Santa. You know? <laughs> the guy. The guy that comes around once a year. If any other guy did that and just came around once a year, nobody would be excited about it. People would say he's a flake. People would say he's not loyal, but Santa does it, and it's okay. You know, he, I sense you have some experience on the matter. Well, I, you know, he just dips out. 
He's done. Like, he comes and he goes. And we talk about, like, what he does at the North Pole. Like, oh, he lives there. But what does he do, like, from January <laughs> to December? Like, that's he a delegates. legend. Or yeah. does he not exist? Is he like the Tooth Fairy? Like, it only Whoa. comes when it, it happens? I'm not going to stand for you coming for Santa. Do you know how long it takes to make toys for every child on Earth and me? I mean, I'm sure it takes all year, but here's the thing. He doesn't get Christmas lists until December, so he doesn't know what kids want. He doesn't know what he has to make them. Kids aren't sending out their Christmas lists in January. So what does he do? So he uses magic to make the Christmas toys in one month. So for the 11 months, (laughs) what is he doing? (laughs) I would propose that he uses magic to preview the Christmas list so that the elves can be working all year. I think that Santa only comes out when people, like, believe in him. It's like kind of like a fairy, and it's like, oh, I don't believe in fairies, so they don't exist anymore. And, like, from January to December, nobody's thinking about Santa. So nobody's, like, actively believing in Santa for 11 months. And so he disappears. Like, he's gone. He doesn't exist anymore. He's like Thanos snapped on December 25th. And then he comes back once we start thinking about him again. That's when he, like, re-emerges. That's why he is so old. Or, like, he's still alive. (laughs) You had me up until that's how he's so old. Well, because he can't age if he doesn't exist. He only ages within the time frame that he exists from. So, really, that's one month a year. Right. Like, how many years has it been? He's probably, like, 100 years old. But he's magic. How many years has it been? 2020, Eric. Since Santa's been around? Let's say it's been 2020 years. around since, you know, since zero. Okay. So yeah, I guess that's not what, a great... What's one times 2020? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a calculator? <laughs> so he, he is 2020 months old. Um... I don't divided even want you to by, try and divide that by 12. <laughs> so divide that by 12. 2020 divided by 12. So. Because that's how many years old that Santa 168. is. 168. Which is significantly more believable than he's been alive for 2,000 years. That's true. And it, there's probably a strong argument saying that people didn't start believing in Santa until, like, let's say, like, most like benefit of the doubt 1700 okay so that's like 320 divided by 12 which is what which is oh <laughs> divided by 1 26 so <laughs> you know santa is like he's There's 26 no years santa old 26 Sorry. i am i'm team santa is a, a millennial like i I'm Team Santa's 26. I think this this makes sense. An old guy is not going to be spry enough, no matter how much magic he has. I've seen Dumbledore and Gandalf. They're not spry. No That's matter how true. much magic is involved, he's not going to be spry enough to get all of that done in December. I would say also in support of your theory, 
my biggest question about every scenario in every like Christmas movie is every time the adult finds out about Santa, yep. it's this huge thing. How did you not know if you weren't the one putting the tree, the presents under oh. the tree? So they, he didn't come because they didn't believe. That makes yep. so much more sense. Absolutely. Like, it was almost like a fog. Like, for in Percy Jackson, um, yes. how there's, like, the fog where people, um, and I know, like, everybody who's listening to this doesn't know Percy Jackson. <laughs> All, like, six of them don't know uh, <laughs> Percy Jackson. What happens is there's, like, mortal people who have a fog in front of them. So they just see what they're supposed to see, even though magic and, like, godly stuff is happening behind the scenes. So that's, like, the fog. So even though the, the presents go there, maybe they see less money in their bank account. Even though there's more money in their bank account, they see that they spent money on those presents. And it's like, well, you know, that's probably a good thing. You know, Santa's out here making people save money that they just thought they already spent. I would love it if Santa did that to me. It's a shame, I believe. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that that's what I think about, about Santa. You know, it, it, in fact, I don't, I'm not even going to say that I think it. I'm going to say that that's what I know about Santa, is that because we only believe in him, you know, roughly one month out of the year. And even if we multiplied that by two, really, that's like only 42 years old or well, 52, 26 times two, 52, which is probably significantly more. Although it's probably going to be like 1.5 times 26. He's probably somewhere around 30 to 40. That would be my, my <laughs> best guess. I came in a big skeptic. I still don't know that I support the Santa is a millennial theory. Well, you know, facts. But I guess it makes... If he, if it's a millennial in, like, a disguise, it makes sense because he has consistently appeared as the same age. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's just more in favor of your theory. And Every I mean, time I speak, he could physically more. be changing. Like, his, his physical appearance could be changing based off of the time that he has actually existed. But he only actually grows and, like, ages on a molecular level based off of the amount that we believe in him. So molecularly speaking, he's only like 26 years old, even though he appears to be 2000 because that's how old he is, but he's only existed and he's only, only aged within the time frame that we we've believed him. So it's like that Robin Williams movie about the six year old boy who appears as a full grown adult. Probably something exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> don't know that movie i feel like no one knows that movie this is good <laughs> i don't even know that movie but i'm assuming that it is correct it yeah it's pretty much like it sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's that <laughs> um but i do have a couple more bones to pick about christmas um, oh yes mainly so I looked, actually I got a notification today that I posted a video two years ago under Ideas Man, which I thought was pretty funny because it just existed before it existed. Um, but, but that's what happens when you're an Ideas Man. You know, things sit and they simmer for <laughs> years uh, and things get done and then forgotten about. 
as evidenced, of course, by this podcast, based on how much time passes between episodes. That's <laughs> um, faded. But I talked about Christmas Eve and um, what else was that? New Year's, Christmas and New Year's. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say where I'm at. I don't want to say where I'm at. But how do you <laughs> feel about? Like, if I were gonna, if I were to greet you, or like, say we were ending this call, and I go, "Merry Christmas and Happy New Year," what do you think about that? What What comes to mind? The the combination, or if Re, you know, you know anything, uh, any, anything <laughs> about that? What What comes to mind? Because I I feel very passionate about a specific thing, and maybe you you'll feel the same. I don't. I feel like you're headed in a very specific direction. <laughs> but I, <laughs> with Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, I mean, like, are you just are you okay with that? If somebody it's says a joyous, that? it's a joyous sentiment. Other than the fact that when you use both, it feels very sweeping. Like you're dismissing me for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Like. <laughs> It just it it boggles my mind. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. And I think it comes from like not seeing somebody before New Year's. But mm. you know, still, you're not you're <laughs> not gonna do that. Like if I was, let's say, I'm moving away, or like my family was not gonna see me for an extended period of time. I don't know. I was. I was. I don't know. I don't know. I was. I was going. I was indisposed. I was going somewhere. <laughs> And I couldn't be reached. And I was going to be gone for, let's say, four months. And I was leaving, like, January 3rd. Are they, are they, are they going to say, Happy Easter? <laughs> no. Just cover all of their bases. What happens if your birthday falls in there? Are they going to also include Happy Birthday? Happy Birthday. <laughs> People, they don't do that. No, I entirely agree. I feel like... <laughs> You're also, like, very adamantly stating that you're not going to text me and wish me a Merry Christmas. Like, you don't want to see me or talk to me for the foreseeable future. Like, sorry we ran into each other. Let me just cover everything so this never happens again. I'm okay with people saying Merry Christmas before Christmas. Like, right now, it's fine. Exactly, because winter doesn't exist and it's all Christmas and, you know, we live a lie. So... (laughs) That's okay, but just follow, like, just fill in the blanks of the holiday that's coming up. Like, Christmas is right now, so Merry Christmas, but New Year's is a completely different holiday. And it's one day. You can only wish a Happy New Year on New Year's Day. That is Mm -hmm. just a year. Yeah, exactly. And how do you even know it's going to be a Happy New Year? You don't sure. until the new year, you know, occurs. I bet everybody who, everybody who said Happy New Year <laughs> when 2020 hit probably is kicking themselves thinking, I, I can't <laughs> believe I wished everybody a Happy New Year. You know, is this my fault? I specifically remember stating with my friend that 2020 was going to be our year. It was going to be the year. And look where we are now. <sighs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Look! Look where you are right for a while. That's recording an ideas man podcast. <laughs> Can't get much I, lower. 
<laughs> I had nothing else to do on a Saturday night than 2020. I went to a hardware year. store three times today. <laughs> three different hardware stores. And believe it or not, that was the highlight of my year. <laughs> you... I can't believe you didn't hurt yourself in a hardware store, if I'm honest. I did not hurt myself in the hardware store, but that's probably because you can't really touch anything right now. <laughs> oh, COVID. Under not normal non-COVID circumstances, I would have probably left injured. True. I definitely thought you meant that the employees wouldn't let you touch anything. Like, you walked in and they were like, okay, yeah. no one under 12. We know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, uh, nope. Nope. Not this time. That's good. Yeah, it's been, it's been a year. I'm, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> like, 2021 is only gonna get worse, I can imagine. Well, you know, it, you, you know, it, it could get, it could, it could be better. It could, you never know, <laughs> you know? But we don't know, so we can't state that. Exactly. So instead of wishing somebody a happy new year, I'm just going to say it is a new year. <laughs> Hello, it is a new year. But I guess it's not necessarily a declaration. I'm seeing it more as like, oh, it's going to be a happy new year. I think it's more of like, I wish that you have. I hope that right. you have a happy new year. Okay. I'll probably say happier. Happier well, you can't year. get any sadder. Well, no, it, it could. You could actively be wishing somebody a bad New Year. That's true. And I then that's that's sad for everybody all around. But especially if you're in a group, you off at a low point, so it's all uphill from there. That's true. Part of it. That uh, that is true. That that's facts. Um. And what else is strange about not only just Christmas, but also New Year's, is that they both have, like, a, a declaration day. Like, they both have this, this day that is a holiday before the holiday. Like, Christmas oh, has Christmas Eve. Eve, and New Year's has New Year's Eve. And I can, I can understand New Year's Eve. I can get it, because... But not before. Christmas Eve? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why are there two holidays? Christmas Eve was okay. entirely fabricated by Santa so that he can <laughs> bring presents. Was it? <laughs> I mean, yes. Why else would we celebrate Christmas Eve? If we're going off of it being <laughs> Jesus's birthday, we don't celebrate our birthdays the day before. And also... Bye. Oh, true. Or else I'm going to expect two parties, you know, <laughs> of, of less than 10 people, of course. <laughs> but I'm going to expect two celebrations of my birthday, you know, one the day before and one the day that it happens. Is this, but is it not, was Jesus not born Christmas Eve? Well, he wasn't really born in December. So Christmas right. and Christmas Eve are just, it's just but a placemark like to celebrate it. Exactly. So that's like even more reason not to have Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, but... 
It's like how we have Easter. There are reasons that there is Good Friday, which is a different holiday than Easter Monday. Yeah. It's like I want so badly to disagree and to protect the sanctity of Christmas Eve, but you're not wrong. I'm telling you, it's all just a marketing campaign by the corporations. (laughs) The corporations that run Christmas. Capitalism is what drives Christmas. What if Santa's an introvert? He didn't want to talk to anybody, so he didn't... That's why, he, like, the first year he delivered presents Christmas morning, too many people tried to interact, so he had to start coming the night before. I mean, maybe. I mean, I like to think that Santa is a bit of a communist. Oh! Well, listen, because he's so... He's so concerned with everybody getting something. He's not so, everybody. Not he's so concerned thing. that he checks his list twice. <laughs> he checks it once, and then he's like, you know, I just want to make sure because I want everybody to walk out of here with, with Christmas presents. And at That's the end true. of every Christmas movie, no child gets coal. Every kid in a Christmas movie walks out <laughs> with something. That's true. I definitely deserved coal some years, and it never happened. Santa never brought me coal. I, but however, I would argue, <laughs> all kids are not receiving gifts of equal value. Well, yeah. Maybe a socialist. Santa's That's more a of a fact. socialist. <laughs> but now we're, we're, we're getting into, is that Santa's tradition? Or is that the tradition of the parents? <laughs> Santa's tradition would probably be one present. In fact, if you look at the the you go to the facts and you look at the history, if you look at Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Santa Claus is coming to town, the textbook exactly, you have to <laughs> you have to you have to reference the sacred texts. If you look at those, you'll see that Santa actually only delivers one present per each kid. One present and a stocking. One present. That is the defined existence of Santa, is to give every kid one present. Everything else is just driven by corporate capitalism. So So Santa is a communist who's just restricted by capitalist law. He's he's chained up, you know? There's his hands are tied. Free Santa twenty twenty. Free Santa twenty (laughs) twenty. That is, I mean, that's it. He's in an endless cycle of existing and not existing. The poor guy. <laughs> Let's just cut his chains loose. Let's just let him go and, and you know, call it a day. That, that's let him it. go relax somewhere for the rest of the year. Take a vacation. He can go to Disney World. I think there was, a, there was probably a, a TV show or something about Santa going on vacation and then his sons had to take over. His three sons had to take over, and none of them were very good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like my Christmas movie slash show catalog is pretty expanse. His three mm. sons? Uh, li- yes, like this was a, a television show, uh, like probably like early to mid 2000s, like to 2010. And it was like he had three sons. 
and they all like had to help with with santa and this was not a december this was one of those like christmas things that went on all year round and this tv show was out like you could watch about santa's kids that's very strange i will if this was i mean maybe it's like the berenstein bears effect but Ooh. I distinctly remember this <laughs> television show. Like, I know it exists somewhere. Did you watch um, Noel last year when it came out on Disney Plus? No, I did not watch Noel. That's the one with with uh, with what's Anna her name? Anna Kendrick. Yep, the girl. You from, should uh, watch it. The girl. It's from a Pitch similar Perfect. plot. Yes, because she is, is. She's his daughter but she didn't know that she was santa's daughter and then she gets pulled up to 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 be santa uh no (laughs) all of that is wrong this is why we don't summarize movies we haven't seen (laughs) (laughs) well i've seen the trailer so as far as a christmas movie goes i've seen it all (laughs) so she is santa's daughter so i was right and she has a brother and santa passes on (laughs) and so the brother becomes santa but he's horribly underqualified much like me at every job i've ever had so she does it and he gets all the credit she convinces him he needs a break so he goes on vacation during christmas on the first year yeah what do you mean you need a break this is literally your first time being santa and you're 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 tired of you can't handle the first year you're not like you're not going to be able to do it. That's like I would argue that the clocking into work have... and just going on break. Hey, hey, this, which this is becoming an attack. <laughs> Some people that might be regular adherents, but that like he's not ready to be Santa, and I I guarantee you that movie ended one of two ways. Because it's a Christmas movie, so it always ends the same. Either he stayed Santa or she became <laughs> Santa. It does end one of those two ways. But and you have to watch it to find if it. If he stayed as Santa, they'd probably like team up and make it like this whole like, well, we'll, we'll all be Santa. There's a little team bit of Santa. Santa in all of us. Yeah, because he clearly couldn't handle it on his own. Clearly. But pretty much, I don't know. Christmas is a Christmas is a wild time. That's that that's for sure. You have a lot of problems with Christmas that I didn't expect. I'll be honest. I mean, it's not problems so much as just tweaks. You know, I think that we we could get better as a as a culture with you know working with 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 this. You know, like like look look at gingerbread houses for example. Why are oh. they always exactly the same? I would argue that they're not. <laughs> there are professional like people who make great looking gingerbread houses. I could not make this up if I tried. We have four gingerbread houses in our kitchen right now. And someone downstairs just screamed, why? They're all the same. I literally, <laughs> that person is like bang on right. You know what? You send them a link to this podcast as soon as, as soon as it's up. <laughs> Because they will, they're going to side with me. I think we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> you can get, like, gingerbread trains. You can get, 
I mean, there's only so many ways you can do a house made of gingerbread. But I'm not. I'm not talking about the trains. I'm talking oh, about okay. how, why are they always just like two window colonials? You know, it's always. <laughs> where's the gingerbread apartment building, or you know, the the gingerbread townhouse, or the gingerbread like you know campfire? You could do a nice little tent with s'mores. <laughs> I would say that I've never met a person that's been able to successfully have a gingerbread house stay together. So maybe we should tackle that on the little ones first before branching out. And that's what they've been waiting on. And we just never met that qualification. I mean, maybe. I I tried to do a gingerbread house. And as evidenced by what I posted on my Instagram story, it just ended up being a stack of gingerbread (laughs) with icing on it. Because it, it, it fell... Like, I, I tried to put the house together, but I, I wasn't following the instructions so much as I was like, oh, I'll just put the icing on and it'll stay as a glue. So I put the icing on and I would, like, stick the wall to the to the house side. And then it, it stayed. Like, it, I was like, okay, it's, it's going to be fine. And I got it all down. And then the one side fell and, like, s- smashed into a thousand pieces on the floor. So I was like, well, that's fine. Now this house doesn't have a back door. Um <laughs> No good house does. So I Back tried to use. Never brought me trauma. <laughs> so I tried to use that as like the roof. So I was like, oh, I could, I could fix this. But then I just dropped another part of the house. And like, once you drop more than one, like it's game over. It's done. Yeah. So it just ended up being a stack that I, I just, I tossed back in the box and will gradually put frosting on and just eat to my heart's content. <laughs> I will say there was one year that I got very fed up with this continuous pattern of year after year failure, and I did use a hot glue gun to <laughs> assemble the I, gingerbread. House. I did think about that, and there are a lot of people, like especially in like professional level gingerbread, they will use a hot glue gun because you're not going to eat it afterwards. It's just a display piece, right? I would totally still eat it. Just not that part. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, the glue only touched the corners of the cookie. Yeah. Just, just cut off the corners of the cookie. It's fine. You don't end up eating a whole gingerbread house anyways. There are always parts left over because at that point it's it's been weeks and it's stale and like you haven't <laughs> been to the dentist in years so your teeth are just falling out. I'm sure this is a regular thing for everybody. <laughs> It seems that all this talk about winter has frozen your screen. See, this this just brings us right back to the conversation that we were having about a nuclear winter. This is the equivalent of a, a virtual nuclear winter is when your Zoom camera freezes. That is... That's it, you know. That that's as as far, um, as close to a nuclear winter as as a person can can get. <laughs> oh, and there we go. All right, no more nuclear winters. That's that's all behind us. We are springing into a a nuclear spring, which is equally as bad yet significantly less bad at the same time (laughs) well thank you um for coming out it has been a blast um 
talking about Christmas with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I can be found on TikTok at Mikayla Turcott or Instagram at Boston.mt. Uh, it's always very insightful. Thank you. You can follow me on Instagram at Eric Rodriguez 76 or follow the podcast at Ideas Man Podcast. And absolutely, if you are listening to this, you already know how to spell it. So you definitely know how to find it. So send me a DM. Let me know what ideas I should tackle next on either one of those. And, uh, and we'll do that. So go ahead and have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas um, from all of us here at Ideas Man Podcast, which of course is just me. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. As usual, you know, stay, stay caring, stay classy, not particularly in that order, <laughs> um, and stay curious. Stay curious.